The Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast is brought to you by Wilbur Curtis. They make coffee brewers. Ever heard of them? If you haven't, you should. They're an awesome family-owned company. They're here in California. They power their facility with solar power, which I hear that's like a new hot thing that progressive people do. The best thing about Curtis, in my humble opinion, is the turnaround time on the brewers. They have a 24-hour turnaround. It's phenomenal. If you've ever ordered a brewer for a wholesale client from someone else and waited and waited and waited for it to come in, you know how frustrating that is. So being able to get the brewer next day like that is absolutely amazing. Shout out to you, Wilbur Curtis. Their customer service is phenomenal. And they just care. They care about you. They care about me. And I care about them. And that's why Cat Cloud Podcast is brought to you by Wilbur Curtis. On with the show. Not yet. Are we recording? We're recording. Because it's today now. And that was yesterday. I I remember. We slept together, though. We always do. Not a first. (laughs) Not a first. Probably won't be the last. Nah. It was a great time. Do you have a successful company? You, too, can afford to stay at the Atwood, maybe the worst motel in the history of motels and sleep with your friend two separate comforters one comforter one and one bed. blanket one comforter oh yeah you get a blanket. I went to the office said, can i get another comforter they're like no nah. nah. probably not nah. we can get you a blanket though and i was like yeah that's fine i guess the air con- it's funny because the air conditioner doesn't turn off by itself no it just keeps happens. going yeah you just set it to different levels and then the room itself there's a moisture level that's got everything cracking in there it's probably no like fan. Florida if they didn't have air conditioning. That, yeah, that place sucks. <laughs> Florida, you're in trouble now. Not Florida, oh, just the that Atwood. one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to like, go to Florida. I'm down. I'm down for Florida. I was gonna say I thought you were excited about Miami. I am excited about Miami. The idea of Miami, Miami Beach. We're in San Diego. That's true. We're in San Diego right now, chilling with Big J. We're at Hawthorne Coffee. Podcast is a day late and an hour short. You Ever know heard what I'm of Procast? <laughs> I think we're gonna change to Monday upload. Oh, that's fine. You hear we'll that? We'll do Friday record and then Monday upload. I like that about us. Because I, I want to spend some time, you know, over the weekend. I, I, I don't. Well, <laughs> well the I reality is, is I have a lot of meetings on Friday. Yeah. Like every Friday, hectic. there's all kinds of meetings to do. Yep. So to bogeys. record on Friday and then also edit, upload, make titles and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. That's and a lot. And we were going to do the video component this week, but I totally forgot that we were going to be down here. So we don't have the video component, even though we have all the stuff. But I know you all were just sitting on pins and needles waiting for it to come out, but... We don't have shirts on. That's 100% true. Which is a bonus. You can follow our boy. What's your how, what's your tagline? Follow at Cold Brew Daddy Cold Brew to Daddy. see a story of Chris and I with no shirts. Oh, this will be too late now because the story will be gone. Daddy Yankee. Daddy Yankee. It's nice and warm here in San Diego. Uh, it's, we're behind Hawthorne Coffee. We stopped down for an awesome event. Shout out to the homies here. It was great. A lot of people showed up. The community down here is on fire. And uh, the back parking lot catches all the sun and reflects it off many buildings. So there's no way around it. Chris and I are getting a base we're getting right tan. now. Jay's joining in right now. Jay's my boy, dude. Dude, you do. We all deserve a tan. If you're in San Diego and you don't have a tan, you're probably Scottish. You're all probably right. not in San Diego. <laughs> Jay helps out with the Sprocast. And Jay put on the event that we were going to on Thursday. And it was a coffee mixer. It, it was. was pretty cool. So there was people making coffee, brewing some pour overs. We made espresso and just kind of shooting the shit, basically, getting to know each other. There was chat shot on There everyone. was chat shotting. <laughs> it was us. James Coffee was there. And Modern Times, who you probably know as a beer brewer. They also do that ghetto bird. That's a ghetto bird. They also have a coffee program. 
They roast coffee. They have a little retail space. Yeah, they do some probably rum, not rum, little at all. Rum barrel aged or something. They do some rum barrel aged, some natural thingies. Yeah, it gets serious. Coffee and, uh, mixer. Yesterday we did a nice uh, a nice little video with Dylan uh, from Hawthorne talking about their story. We're really excited to share it with you guys and uh, shooting that B roll right around now. a little bit. Alex and Dylan did some blading. Yeah, it's been a good it's been a good weekend. And tomorrow, uh, and in fact, next week, I don't think you're going to see me on the podcast because I'm going to be on vacation. So uh, pregame you for that one. It's well, get ready to be get, disappointed. Get ready to just have like a B plus podcast next week. We'll get Alex in there. I'm not going to be on it. You know what I'm saying? But Alex will be on. Yeah, dude. Bring we'll on get, the marshmallow. We'll get Alex in the mix. One other cool update is that our um, if you haven't seen the steeped coffee Kickstarter or just know what steeped coffee is, it's specialty coffee that is in a tea bag. And it's a lot more than that, but you should look it up. It's pretty awesome. Our coffee is going to be in there for the holiday blend. So uh, shout out to Josh Wilbur and the steeped coffee team. That stuff's been turning out really good. So you should go check out their uh, their Kickstarter and get yourself some of our Cat and Cloud coffee. It's If I was going camping, that is the only way I'd brew my coffee for sure every time. And I'm actually going to bring some to most of the hotels I go to unless I bring my, my cool Breville, which has also been Most of really the hotels great. I go to. Pretty, yeah, I go to hotels all day. If Would I had you bring my, your Breville to a hotel? I haven't yet, actually. You thinking about it? I was thinking about it because I don't have these steep things yet, and I like, want good coffee in my taking hotel like a room. brewer to the hotel. I used to bring my Bonavita if I was going on a real vacation where it was like more than one day. I'd bring it and I'd leave it. And this is going to be a full week long vacay, so I might bring my brother. When do you down. come back? Next week, Saturday. Next week, Saturday. Night. Are you going to be in Disneyland the whole time? Yeah. Sick. <laughs> we're gonna take it slow and we're gonna be at disneyland the whole time we're gonna but we are we're it's almost like more leisure too we're gonna literally like swim in our in our pools at the hotel <laughs> we're gonna like, swim in our pools we're gonna swim in our pools there's a lot of shows and stuff at disneyland too so we're gonna see a lot of shows and shit we don't usually know to see cool huh it's pretty tight it is pretty tight dude like a tiger tight like do we have any tiger. new merch for people to see while we're at what we're talking do you have any events coming up that you're gonna be at I don't have any events that I'm going to. What about Reno? Are you going to Reno? I don't think I'm going to Reno. I really wanted to go to Reno, and I was actually talking to Matt Fuel and the Dune Coffee Crew yeah. about going to Reno, but it's happening so soon. Know, it's, it's on like, the 10th. Yeah, it's like a month from right now. It's like, yeah, and my birthday's on the 5th, and Jenny's birthday's Wait, on the 12th. it's on 12th. the 10th of December? Yeah, th it's oh, this I month. Oh, I thought it was in January. Never no. mind. There's no chance we're going to that. Yeah, it's That's like, like coming up week. very, very soon. That's one week from... Right I'm now. really interested to see who shows up at these uh, SCA-sanctioned events now that yeah. there's been this whole like uproar with the deferred candidacy policy. And I'm always interested in these little social movements. And I don't want to get into what like people do or do not think, but I'm, I'm always interested into how people react in real life and not just on the internet. Right. So, for example, if you really, really, really disagree, like if people really disagree, if enough people disagree with the SAS policy, I expect there to be basically nobody at the event. Right. Nobody should be competing. Nobody should be competing. Right. Which is would be cool because it's really, if you look at the SCA and things like the BGA or the Roasters Guild or whatever they are as trade guilds, trade guilds basically, you know, are there to support the craft support their membership. And yeah. if they do not reflect the views and values of their membership, then people should no longer participate, which we talked about. So I just want to see who doesn't come. Yeah. Cause I mean, otherwise you're theoretically showing yourself as a hypocrite. If you're going to be really loud on the internet and say, don't do this, but then you still show up. 
Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Which is that'll chill. be interesting. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Do curious. whatever you do. Do you? But do you how you really do you? You do you how you do you? Yeah. Cool. That'll be yeah. It'll be interesting. I mean, the news was that Blue Bottle canceled their SCA membership. Yeah, I saw that. That was interesting. Everybody's got everybody's got their things. Which is kind of a brilliant move because everyone was pretty upset about them. Is that selling to Nestle? Nestle? Yeah, totally. They're like slave trade. So I mean, I'm sure that the cancellation for SCA was good intention, but it was also perfect timing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, how do you fix slave trade with mostly equality? <laughs> you know? <laughs> or as the guy says, as Jeff Goldblum says in, uh, in Thor, oh, the S word. I don't like that word. Yeah. Like, she's all, oh, I'm sorry. The prisoners with jobs. Prisoners with jobs. <laughs> the prisoners with jobs. He's all, that are, makes me feel a lot better. Are more than fine. <laughs> so yeah, what else is going on? It's the holiday season. Everybody gets a little crazy. And I know I mentioned Holiday Blend. We actually haven't talked a lot about Holiday Blend, but our Holiday Blend, for those who are interested, is uh, Ethiopian coffee and a Brazilian coffee. It tastes great. Brazil. What else is happening for us over the holiday season? Dude, honestly, not a lot. We just get busy, right? It's probably going to be pretty busy. Yeah. There's nothing really cat and cloud specific that's going on. I'll tell you right now, though, fucking Hawthorne looks great in there with the holiday decorations. It does, dude. Comfort and joy. The crowd like really took it to the next level. Comfort and joy. There's a little tiny tree with uh, basically dressed up with mulling spices. It's their chai tree. It's a chai tree. Yeah. It's a chai tree. It keeps on giving. It's got uh, orange and clove and cinnamon. Basically everything everything you want. Everything you want. It thing. smells of the holiday season. It really does smell so of the holiday Alex, season. Alex and I were at breakfast today and you and I, Chris, had talked about how as we our company grows, how we're feeling more and more that it's really important for all people in upper leadership to maintain their uh, ability to be in our cafes and lead by example mm-hmm. as we grow our company. And I was really excited to talk with Alex because I think he's excited enough to come back on the floor one day every week or so. And I was, I think that's something that um, is really a passion of mine is the idea that you don't lose the drive and you don't take for granted how important it is to actually like stay connected to what got us all into this craft. Um, I was like, we were pretty pumped. We were just talking about influence and things like that. And I started over the last like month and in all this learning and all these modules we're working on. Right. I've been thinking about influence and how I in the past was almost made to believe the idea of like, growing in this industry means moving away from actually producing coffee or customer service really you know like you like become more of a boss like a okay you yeah, know what i'm saying like, like the idea of like you and the boss versus leader is not what i'm trying to get into but what i'm trying to get into continue. is this idea of like i literally was thinking back to how i used to think and and i used to think that as i moved into like head of retail that I was actually supposed to not be around on the floors and, and influencing the people that work under and for me and report to me. I was more supposed to like make sure that they knew how like about the goals they were supposed to achieve, but not really even like be there to like support them and teach the people around them. And I, re- I was realizing that I don't want that at all to happen in our company ever. What do you think is like the main negative around that happening? I think that it teaches everybody in your company to think that success means not doing what they actually got hired to do. If, and what I mean is, <laughs> we're not wearing shirts. We're naked. 
the, the Hawthorne crew is coming out. They're taking pictures of us now. We did it for you. You're um, welcome, Dylan. You're welcome, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting sweatier by the second, Dill. Okay, sorry. Um, so what I'm saying is this. Everybody who gets hired looks to leadership. Right. And if leadership models the idea of like success means you don't work in the cafes anymore and you kind of get to whatever it looks like to the people, right? So for instance, what I used to see my leaders doing was not being around the cafes, having awesome lives, having ideas, talking about ideas, and then essentially just like piecing out and being like, I hope you guys execute these ideas. Right. And so for me, what I thought success was, was getting to the point where essentially I just tell people what to do and, but it sounds dick, but not really do anything myself, which is not the truth. They were doing things, but I don't want people to ever have that perception. Like the things that are really important. And we talk about in our orientation is the guests and the experience. So you don't have to be in our job. I think as leaders is to provide opportunity for people to grow. Right. So when we're not in the cafes, hopefully we're providing opportunity for more jobs and more people to come in and do more things. But I don't want people to think that that's like the sole reason we got into coffee. I want people to be able to see like we still love what they're doing as well and we still can do it and we still can model it and we still can crush it at that. And right. I want all of our leaders to be able to do that. I see where you're coming from. And I think it's a really powerful thing to be able to connect back to what some would consider the front line or the intro level and still do an amazing job. And not only that, but show that you really like doing it so that nobody comes in and takes for granted how important it is to be a service model, even at like the intro level. And that there's no, there's nothing wrong and that you actually are growing a whole lot at the positions of whatever barista, right? Like the barista is not like the thing you want to grow away from per se. You want to like add building blocks, but you don't want to lose that. Right. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of ways to think about it. Okay. Right. There's like, so there's one way, which is like people tend to want to grow out of this role as a barista. Right. Which I totally get because they want to do more, more things. things and they want to have some sort of progression, which is normal. Yep. Cause if I got a job somewhere and then they told me in like four years, you were going to be a barista still, I'd probably be like, well, Totally. That doesn't sound like an awesome career path. That's cool. Right. But I do think there are a lot of things that people can learn within those positions that take years to learn. Right. So like if you've been a barista for one year, you probably kind of suck at it a little bit. Yeah. Maybe you don't suck at it, but you're nowhere near as good as you're going to be. Or maybe as good as you think you are. Or as good as you think you are. Right. Which is not that you're not any good. I'm, I'm like being like extreme here. Well, there's just time and experience that comes into everything. There's time and experience and just like... Yeah, just time under the gun that makes you really, really rad, which is just part of one of those things, which is maybe why it's important for people like you to be around on the floor. And maybe someone's going to kill me for saying this, but it's like, no matter how good your training is, no matter how good your systems are, and no matter how dialed in A to Z everything you have, there's no fucking way that if we hire someone and train them like a boss for a year, they're not going to be as good as you. Right. They're just not like, well, yeah. Cause it's like time and the experience. That doesn't mean they're horrible, no, but yeah. they're like, there's something that you can still teach those people. There's still right. things to learn within that position. So it shouldn't be seen as like, cool. I've been a breeze for a year. Like I'm done here. Totally. Like I have nothing to learn. So I, I need to find my satisfaction right elsewhere. Yeah. So where I'm coming from is, is more like the idea of remain, helping people remain inspired and helping people remember 
and not take for granted what they're doing. Right. Right. So like if you as a leader are at the highest level in your company and you come quote unquote down and you come alongside somebody and do something with passion and conviction and you're not bullshitting, they're like, oh, this is oh yeah super they, valuable they get psyched for sure yeah and and then they just get psyched they also are like wow i get to experience like and see what the person who started this company is really about on the floor and how they do their thing and that's one part of it but the other part is just showing that it is important enough to you as the owner of your company to be involved mm. with the thing that hopefully like what i was taught is maybe not as important to the leadership yeah. Not necessarily taught that, but uh, showed that. Shown that. Shown that. I don't want people to ever feel like that. Well, here's the fucking thing, dude. Let's hear the fucking thing, Chris. People Roadhouse. are fucking lazy and they're going to take what they can get. All right. This is that my happens. work experience. That like, does oh, happen. you're a manager. Oh, I get office hours. Right. Office hours for what? Right. You only office need like hours two. To just, uh, yeah. Like, tops a day. Like, how many fucking office hours do you need? If you're a retail based employee, your whole life is built around this idea of the cafe. Right. Right. So, do you need like, three or four days a week to like work in the office yeah no like what no we've all seen that person who like just hides yeah they're like you're basically hiding and getting paid to hide because no one's checking up on what you need to do and then yeah. they're not doing anything right like, you're doing a little bit of scheduling maybe a little bit of ordering but you're not inspirational and you're not really doing anything well you know what sucks even more it breeds unhappiness in you and i don't think you even realize until you're deep in that so what i'm saying is like you don't actually accomplish certain things and you find yourself being like well this is what i'm supposed to do and you're just like hanging out feeling like unaccomplished it's like the same bullshit when you're like a store educator and you spend your whole day in a lab and it's like get the fuck out of here dude what are you, Who are you doing helping? what are you doing what are you doing yeah like dude, what are you doing there's x amount of pers there's so much training only that can happen yeah. in a lab and aside from some basic classroom stuff, which we do too, like you need to be training most of your time on the floor and figure out a system for training on the floor in OTJ. a real cafe environment. Because no matter what you use in the lab, like sure, some ideas are transferable and applicable, but you need real life practice. You really do. So and there's these like interesting. There's these educators that are like, yeah, I do uh, five days a week training in the lab. No, I don't really work bar. <laughs> like I, I don't know. <laughs> which is chill like <laughs> and you you maybe you are a good teacher for a certain kind of person but there is a disconnect me dude i like if i went on the floor right now because i haven't been working on the floor that much i would not be the best barista out there because i haven't practiced in that setting yeah but you'd so, be a great service model i'd be a great service model for yeah. sure but what i'm saying is like in the training thing i mean I'll, right i would kill it no you'd like, kill it yeah i would kill it you just but, wouldn't be your best you right yeah <laughs> but in that training specific environment like if you are a trainer and you actually haven't worked on the floor for like a year you'd be rusty you do lose like a bit of connection to like what it feels like you just get lost My in your dog, own thing dude. thank you jay Dude, Just that's service right there. I'm they brought us some chew ice. On some ice cubes. That sounds Are great. Actually, dude, I'm gonna yeah. pour some of this uh, CBD Natural Advancing Nature's mm. Power Nano Water. Can you believe that? pH nine plus. It's by Solar Rain. So that's a little shout out to a local company down here who has found a way to Solar Rain create Solar water rain. from ocean water. And then they have enhanced it with a lot of things. Solar rain. D-ribose, electrolytes, CoQ10, B12, and CBD, which is a non-psychoactive thing that's that good. Solar rain. Solar rain. Solar rain. I'm going to rub some of this ice on my nips. You talk. Yeah. I think it's a balance. You know, I think like everything, 
it's a balance. Because in my perfect world, you wouldn't have to need one of us to be on the floor for people to feel inspired. I don't know, but I want to show them. Totally. In the same way that where it's like we reference Disney all the time. Like the fact that Walt isn't there walking the park, I don't think makes people that much less psyched. So you're right. So one of the caveats to that conversation was, especially right now, we need to be while we're young. I agree. So that we set a huge base so that we can become that where the inspiration is drawn from a group of 20 people Yes. versus the inspiration is drawn from six of us and we're trying to have a company of 50. I agree. Because that's there is I'm that at. critical time. It's right for now. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So that's, it's especially now it's and in the, the future. probably the first three or four years. Yeah. It's like, totally. It's clutch. Yeah, so like ideally in my perfect world, if we uh, we were talking about getting to our four stores and how we're potentially going to beat our growth plan by like two years, which is gnarly and possible and awesome and super awesome, scary as shit. Yeah, and then I was saying, okay, but it becomes less scary if the right people continue to build that base of culture. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yeah, I mean, in a perfect ideal world, everybody who is in upper leadership who doesn't see the floor would be able to dedicate in the future one day per store per week, not per store, one day at a store. <laughs> one day per store every per week. week. <laughs> so basically all four of our stores. Your whole job. Would, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there it is later. You get one day to do your other job. No, but every, st- every store sees each leader one time a month for yeah. like four hours. That makes sense. And then what happens then though, what's cool is if there's seven or eight people in upper leadership, you actually could plan it so that every store sees somebody who's from upper leadership Almost every day. Like for four hours. Multiple times a week. Exactly. Yeah. And then you're like really establishing a strong culture and just assisting the current leaders on that floor to be awesome or in that store, I should say. Yeah, I had a great time working in the roastery the other day doing like that bagging when we did the bagging, Alex. That was like really, really fun. Even though I had no intention of like going into the roastery and bagging up coffee. Weirdly, we freaking killed it in there, dude. I was psyched, dude. You ground 100 pounds of night shift, Alex? 100 pounds of night shift, dude. It's like 20, 20, 20, 20. It's just five pounders for days, dude. Stacks on stacks. We had a system. I like fill the bag, put another bag on top of it. Alex would cycle in, start to grind, come back and get another bag while we're bagging up all the stuff. Just in time to pack them and bag them? Yeah, it was pretty good. Because oh. someone was sick and the, Sarah was not feeling well. Sarah Chase? Yeah, so she had to go home. Poor Sarah. And then Grace was all by her lonesome. And we were like, let's just get this thing just handled. Grace is all, I'll just work a 50-hour day. This was how I modeled this. I'm like, first of all, this music fucking sucks, dude. We got to change the music. This is so low energy, I'm going to kill myself. Number one. We don't want that, <laughs> Modeling dude. step one. Crank that. Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy is what we put on. What did we We put on Big Timers. That was we put hope. on Big Timers. Yeah. We put on Manny Fresh. We did the whole thing. We have fish tacos. And it was cool. <laughs> yeah. It was, it's nice to pop into the roastery, too, because that's even... That's it's just on that same work. level as the cafe, but it's almost one step removed from that social aspect of Big being time. in coffee. You're really in danger of being by yourself in a roastery. Yeah, you can slow yourself down. Big you can time slow yourself there. down, and you can get demotivated pretty easily. Well, yeah, because you're just in repetition, Bill. You don't get to like say hi, say hi to people. People are like, yeah, it's fine, and you're all, no, 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 it's more than fine. It's sick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's nice to be able to create energy. Yes, and it's harder to create energy in the roastery. I feel like. Right. Because every new person that walks into the cafe is an opportunity. For, they bring some sort of energy with them. Right. And then, like, let's say you feed them some energy. 
So let's mm-hmm. say Alex comes in, like regardless of his energy level, let's say he's super bummed and he comes in and I just feed him a little energy, then he's going to take that and he's going to feed that back to me. Yeah. And then my energy goes up and then there's this like little back and forth thing that happens, but nobody really comes into the roastery. Yeah, no. So you're just so like feeding energy to yourself, and right? And then it's just you, you know, really need to use that music to the best of your ability. You're just cr- cranking it. Maybe happy hardcore. Well, all then day like long. that was cool because we, you know, we don't work in there, but then we both showed up, and then we were like, oh, here, here's some energy. Eat that. I got a lot of energy. It's like a one up, like a right. Like and then all of a sudden up. you banged it up. Yeah, it was fun times. Hundreds of pounds of roasted ground coffee. Hundreds and hundreds and millions and billions and billions. Hundreds. Hundreds on hundreds. The the most challenging part with that is probably if you're going to commit to doing a day a week in the cafe. Yeah. Then lowering the expectation for everything else that you're going to do. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Because four, four hours less, whatever that is. Because there's only so much five. that you can do. Mm-hmm. And then just turning the key on that and right. being like, okay, I'm going to push this. This is going to be pushed to Monday. Yeah, that's definitely been my challenge because I'm doing three, four-hour days right now. And that's been interesting because then I try to do all the stuff I wanted to do during the week on top of that. And yeah, I had to just scale it back a little bit. Plus, three days is actually it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> three out of five is a lot. And uh, it's been really fun, though. And honestly, the return has been really great as far as people getting to where I'd like them to be quicker. So I've been really happy with it. And it's arguably equally as important important as setting the stage for this the next portion of things. I've been putting less stuff. I know Alex is doing this, too. I've been putting less stuff on my to-do list yeah. and doing more of it. Yeah. Totally. For whatever reason, if I have two big things to do on a particular day yeah, and I knock those things out, I feel really good. I'm like primed to finish more than I should. To more other stuff, yeah. Like I might finish five things. So if I put five or six things on the list, I feel it's demotivated. Really daunting. Yeah. But you're like, man, oh, that's a lot of stuff. You make yourself feel like you're failing all the time. Yeah, you just feel like it puts you in. Because I'm a perfectionist, so I'm like, man, if I'm not going to finish it at all, should I even start? Mm. When I know the answer is like, yeah, you should start and get whatever done you need. You can get done, but. I punk myself pretty hard on that one. That's fair. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. totally fair. And then I get in a doom loop. I was pretty proud. It's not done, but I sent out the first round of skill and knowledge assessments with my leadership team right before I left. So shout out to Kristen Tanner, Nicole, and uh, Sam for getting on the level. But it was, it's actually really exciting to have those checks or like those abilities to sign off for people. Because it, it essentially is a checklist of all the things that if we haven't created a, a standard or a, a, an expectation for how it looks, that they're going to be able to kind of write down what that looks like together. And then we can build out any modules that we have missing. And it's also led me to think like about the right amount of there's modules versus like just assessments and just making sure that somebody knows how to do something and finding the right balance where you don't maybe do overkill on training modules which is maybe creating more work for us versus like here's things you need to know how to do and it's it's like call it counting the drawer right here there's the drawer and there's a couple expectations of how the drawer needs to look and there's like already a supplemental couple pictures of how the thing looks so i don't necessarily have to write a training module for that it's almost like here are the things and then we need to train you on that and make sure you hit these things 
if that makes sense. As long as everybody can train it in the same way. Exactly. Yes. As yeah. long as there's no ambiguity about there the process. There can't be any ambiguity. Like, yeah. Exactly. I mean, at that point, it's splitting hairs. It doesn't matter if it's a module or a training. Right. The, the information's basically the same. Right. Where right. I'm going is more like... It, some of these things, there doesn't necessarily have to be that time where I would take away to like sit down and write out the step-by-step -step process per se, if it is able to be cut and dry enough where you could just like list it and then mm. have somebody walk through and be like, here's the benchmarks of the things you need to do in order. Right. And now I won't sign this off until you can do it without my help. And it's one of those things that I think this is going to be really awesome. And then we'll know where are the places where this training can be ambiguous and we need to write a module. And we're kind of backing into writing modules in that way. And I'm kind of stoked on it. Mm. So we have all these like Trying things. Trying to not kill yourself with a bunch of work that you maybe don't need to do. Yeah, and I don't know yet. Yeah. I'm excited about seeing where that is. Because I have, the thing is like front and back, like five pages worth of stuff. And that's just through Barista. And it's all these things that if my team and our teams know how to do them, without any help, our cafe is going to be insane and basically run itself. And then we're going to see how many of those things need supplementary modules to go with them. How deep you have to go. Yeah. Cause I don't know. I, and I actually honestly have the tendency of going too deep sometimes. Like it's I, I, more is always feels like better. And I don't, I know that's not the case. So yeah. anyway, it's a cool story, huh? It's, it's definitely a cool story. I smell the happiness. <laughs> smell the happiness. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Yeah. That's, <laughs> Those first couple run-throughs of orientation, Woo, those are good. Are like good, yeah. And that's like, oh man, that's something that does need like a ton of detail. Yeah, exactly. You're like telling the story of the inception of a company, of where the ideas come from, of the timeline, this history of this thing, and man, it's crazy. Yeah, but you and Mackenzie have been crushing that thing out, and it's, it's been fun. really cool to see come into play because we took so much information and then we. We turn it into something cool. It's made me realize that I really, I really like dialing in the execution of things. Yeah. And like, tw I really like tweaking things. Like, writing content is okay, but then, hat like implementation of that content is like the most fun for me. Like that little that, makes sense. that little meeting that we had right. about setting some standards for like, this is how we need to navigate this thing. Since yeah. now we have this awesome tool, we need to use it in the proper way or it's just like this thing. It's like a paperweight, basically. Right. It psyched you up? Yeah, that, that got me hyped. Way more hyped than just doing it. That's cool. Or than like writing it. You like Write to be a director. I like to... <laughs> Don't look at us. We're naked. I don't even like to be a director because I don't actually like to be in charge, mm. but I know when things are perfect and I want them to be that way. But with your film, it's almost the same thing. You are a director, bro. Okay. Yeah. That kind of director. Yeah. So yeah. That, I almost see this, the, that uh, parallel in what you were doing. You were essentially directing the vision. Yeah. You're like, cre you're like yeah. crafting a story. So director in terms of like what people expect out of like uh, the director of education is mm. different than you're an actual, you're what an actual director is. Right. Yeah. Not literal, like the homemade literal retail director. made up director. I'm a director. Yeah. Which I actually wish more people would use the names more properly in the business world. Like if you're a director, you like aid in direction of where we're going. I freaking hate, Dude, I like the semantics of names. Oh gosh, I so hate it stupid. so much. Which is why when I like I made our business cards, I didn't put anything on them. They're just you know like yeah. Alex's looks just like mine, which looks just like yours. Yeah. Like people, how fucking insecure are you, people? Just fucking pull it together. Like, to what's <laughs> happening? Like, oh, I'm the uh, 
head of blah blah blah, director of this, the seasonal like, regionals on to that. It's like what the fuck? But yeah, but what do you do? Like, I know you feel bad about yourself, and that's why you need to put ten names on the card. But like, what do you do? Like, and the thing is, is like you don't even need to have a big name to make a big impact. That is like you true. could be a barista for all I care and be just as valuable as someone else who's like blah 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 blah. Leadership is a verb. You know what I'm saying? Because like, is that what people think? That people think that if they tell you like, oh, I'm a barista, that like that you don't matter? Because that's not true. No, it's exactly why I started this weird rant at the beginning. Or like people are saying that from some other person. Like you know what I hate when people say like. I'm like, what do you do? Like, oh, I'm just a barista. I'm like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Uh, like, just, just a barista. A barista? I'd be like, because when I work bar every day, I was like, yeah, I'm a barista. Yeah. And I crush yeah, it here. It's fucking badass. <laughs> like, it's super cool. I like it a lot. Yeah. I make the best I'm, coffee I'm very proud had. of it. Yeah. yeah. And that's funny because those people who do that get more love than someone like you or me. Because if you are a barista who works on the floor every day and are super badass and you're Customers appreciate that. They tell you all the time because I know they told me when I was on the floor all the time and I get constant positive reinforcement and know like, dang, yeah, heck yeah. I'm making a difference. This right. is for I'm sure. Doing like, thing. People like really appreciate it. It's and true. it was it's so cool to be in good company too because I remember this is maybe like this for you too. Before started working at really good shops, you were like the best person at your little shop. Yeah. And people would come in and be like, man. They still remember me and you, Chico. You weren't there yesterday and someone else made my coffee. And dude, I really appreciate you. You make it perfect. And so you, funny. You know exactly how it is. And that used to make me feel good. And now I realize that that I need like you want everybody to be on that level. You want everybody to be on that with. level. But yeah, it's you don't need a title. I don't know. I guess that's just what I'm saying. No. What you need is to be able to know you can have a big impact and change people's lives all the time. Plus, I've had titles before. That don't mean a damn thing. I've had business cards with like fancy name on it. It doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't even really because do I, anything. Like, I never had the autonomy that went with that title anyway. <laughs> I know. You know, head of this. I can make a decision. Yeah, head of what? Exactly. Head of nothing. Yeah. Head of this piece of like three by five piece of paper. Yeah. Head of myself at home. Head of, <laughs> yeah, when I cook breakfast, I cook it just the way I like it. And exactly. Dude, I'm it. head of the skillet. Head of <laughs> Skillethead. <laughs> it's a sick <laughs> band name. Joe, uh, Skillethead's back on tour. Mm-hmm, we out here. Jerry's going to be the front man. He's got those vocals. Yeah, I do. Alex I do. is playing the background percussion and synth. 100% synth. So yeah. yeah, dude. Thanks. I hope you guys feel totally inspired. <laughs> and I get it, dude. I get it. I get being young because I was the same way and it felt cool. Like the first time I got a business card with a fancy name on it, I was psyched and I was super proud of myself. It felt cool it though felt- until somebody needed you to be that that was outside of your company and you still had to go home and ask your dad. I mean, <laughs> right. <laughs> that was stupid. It made me feel like an idiot. I guess what I'm trying to say. I'm with you though. I, I'm I was not with like you. bagging on people for trying for like having those feelings, but I'm just saying you don't need to have those feelings. You're already good enough. Right. You know what I mean? If you're doing the hard work and busting your ass and what you do, like I don't care what you do. Find it doesn't make who you more you valuable. You know what I'm saying? For you, dude. Seriously, I know. dude. I, true. I hate that. I That's hate true. I hate that. Oh, you gotta be like a big dog. Oh, let me talk to the boss. I'm just like, oh dude, my gosh. seriously. Yeah, dude. Shout out to all the people who have had somebody be like, Can I talk to your boss? And I'm like, I am the boss. And they're like Give me your card and prove it.
<laughs> I only know you by your card. I'm from LA. It's a first and last name name drop or else I don't understand who you are. Oh, gosh. Hi, I'm Jers McPherson. <laughs> Uh, I am senior executive vice principal senior executive of national program director ayahuasca program directing at digital marketing media and associates. I'm a strategist. Yeah. I'm yeah. A, I'm on the C level. I'm senior analyst strategist. Yeah. yeah. I've been on the C level for a number of years. There's six people in our company. We're actually all on the C level, but this is my card. It says hella stuff. Trust me. Love me. Believe in me. <laughs> Anyways, that's your moment of zen. Oh, gosh. <laughs> feels good, I'm don't sweaty. It? Yeah, I feel like we talked for 30 minutes, and that's all. I, I that's feel all. like we talked for 30 minutes, too. Yeah. We need to dial up some topics for next time, you know? I just, yeah, like, I mean, this, this is this is the holiday season, this so This is the holiday enjoy. season. We're definitely on, like, a pseudo-vacation. A shoop-de-boop. One more shout-out to the Steep Coffee thing. Go get some holiday blend, bitches. <laughs> Here's another cool thing. Yeah, and I love cool things. Revel's going to sponsor the podcast. I'm so happy. They're coming they on as a podcast sponsor. Brewers. And they basically told us that we could do whatever we want. Like, we don't need an ad roll. We don't have an ad roll. There's no commercial. There's nothing that we need to read. And That's trust and love. Basically, they're just like, hey, you guys both have the brewer. We do. I have the espresso machine. Just talk about what they do and talk about feedback for those. And I, like... I just want to say that it's been really nice to work with people like that. Yeah. It's been pretty cool to just talk to their marketing people and their coffee people. And they're like, yeah, we trust you. We think this thing vibes, you know, it does make it your own. And I'm very, very excited about that. Yeah. Cause I, I am too. Cause it makes effing delicious coffee. <laughs> it does make delicious coffee. I'm just going to tell you all right now. I go with the gold basket, the mess gold basket that comes with it. I do a nice uh, 45 second blue. I do my brew. My which brew. is your option? Customs. Yeah, I customized it. Forty-five second bloom, as hot as it gets, which I think is two hundred and eight degrees. Is that right? It's. Uh, it says so. I can't remember. No, it might even go Maybe more. Maybe two hundred eleven. Whatever uh, it is, it's hot. I think it goes I went almost as, boiling. I went as hot as it goes, and then uh, forty-five second bloom, and I did slow because you get the option of how fast the pulses are. You're all the about slowest. that slow bar, dude. Yeah, slow bar all slow day. Slow brew. And so far, the coffee has for sure been the best coffee I've brewed at home. It's a nice machine. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. And it's nice to be able to work with people that you want to work with. I don't yeah. know, dude. It's like all, it's all about that that positive energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wonder if the reason, I know we talked about the brewing and I, the 30 grams of uh, one ounce of water weighs 30 grams thing. I wonder if the reason that people don't put the gram weight on there is just because maybe like different densities in water based on mineral content. Does that make any sense? Or I don't think I'm, it would be that. that. that wouldn't, it wouldn't be enough, right? I mean, you would use milliliters. Yeah, Like totally. a milliliter is a gram. Totally. Basically. That's what you should do. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, anyways, just thought about that I don't again. know. I just circled back. I wonder it's how much sunstroke. what big of a mass of water you would need to notice a difference in on like a regular scale between different parts per million. Like, you know what I mean? Totally. Like, if you have a really hard water, like we how should much go steal mass? some of the water out of the um, Sage Float Spa and see what happens. Right. Or do, I wonder, okay, if you took our water, our road at the shop, versus the water right out of the tap, which is really hard, right. how much water would you need to pour, like, to be able to, to where the difference in like quote unquote weight kicks in, or is it right. so small to where you need like, it's like 10 gallons, 10 gallons or thousands of gallons or totally. How does it work? Someone knows that. Totally dude. I'm not going to do it. All you water scientists out there, 
Someone knows a lot Maybe about Solar water. Maybe Solar Rain's got something on that, dude. Who's the guy that was in... Um, Greg, dude. No, uh... Man, he spoke for La oh. Marzocco. Oh, Eric. Worm. Eric right? Worm? Enrico. Enrico. Enrico Worm. Enrico. He's the shit. We should be friends with him. Too bad he lives in Italy. He is the I shit. I mean, I am friends with him, but he still lives in Italy. <laughs> You're not like a real friend, Enrico. You're like a friend on the internet who like I met once friend. and I liked. But if we saw him in real life, we would for sure hang with him. Yeah, we'd hang out all the time. Yeah, dude. We'd Enrico's Enrico the shit. Enrico, hey, shout out to you. Come on over to California. If anybody does water tests, let us know. We're going to put our shirts back on and go yeah, back I'm gonna inside. I'm going to the schmutz off myself and call it good. Hope everyone has a great December. My birthday's on the 5th. Feel free to send anything you want to Cat and Cloud. Yeah, because it's tomorrow's the 3rd. You're going to you have two days to send Chris some shit. And if I don't get at least 10 things, I'm going to cry like a little baby. Yeah, might be true. Well, see you later. Goodbye.